Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth and Gratitude podcast. This is Brooke and I'm so excited today because today we have our very first guest on the podcast. We've done guest interviews before on the blog, so definitely go and check those out. But I thought it would be super awesome to go ahead and start this concept. Go ahead and bring it over here to the podcast. I really look for people who have some amazing stories and things that I just think are awesome to share with you guys. So today I have a dear friend. Her name is Dina Graham, but others know her as Mama D. Mama D is so well loved at the school that I teach at. She is an art teacher as well as loved by so so many adults and children at the church that her and her husband serve at. Mama D recently went on a pretty amazing journey. She actually went and hiked the Appalachian Trail this summer, and it was around the time of her birthday, and just some of the things that she was documenting on Facebook and Instagram, people followed along the way with her, and she had really funny stories, stories of certain encounters with animals and the things that she saw, but really what I loved the most was listening and reading about her journey inward, really coming back to herself. I mean, she learned so much about herself because she was on this journey alone. And so I just, I love the things that she had to say. And I felt like it was so important for you guys to hear it as well. I think that we all could learn some lessons uh, from Mama D and all the things that she experienced. So enjoy our conversation as we listen to everything that she has to say with Mama D. Hello. Mama D. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited that you agreed to do this, whether you wanted to do it or not. <laughs> I want to do it if it's you, babe. Yes. I was like, I don't care. I love everything she had to say. So I'm going to make her do this. Um, you didn't have to make me. I'm so excited. So I... I'm explaining, or I have explained that on the podcast that you went and did this trip all alone, which I know everyone probably asked you a million questions like, why did you do this? Why were you alone? Were you scared? (laughs) All of those things. So that's what I want to talk about today. I got it. Okay. So first off, how far did you go on this trip? Um, I will say that I didn't go nearly as far as I thought I would go. Mm -hmm. And, um, that ended up not really being very important to me. Okay. Um, I went probably about 50 miles, maybe a little bit more with some side trips. Um, and I made a mistake at the beginning that I've made before. And it was like one of those lessons you just keep learning over and over again, which was that I carried too much baggage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that worked with life. Um, yes. I, my pack was too heavy. And the first three days, I had nowhere to unload because even when you come across a road on on the AT many times, even if there's a parking lot, there's no trash can. So I literally couldn't get rid of stuff. So the first two and a half days, I hiked with way too much weight. So it slowed me down. It made me, it, it, I wasn't as excited. Um, and when I was able to unload and get it back down to where I needed it, everything changed. Yeah. And I I love how you said that's like how life is because that's so true. Like we're all on our own journey, but yet we're carrying around all this baggage with us. Yes. And we keep learning that. I mean, I just find that's one of the things I keep learning and keep needing to relearn. Yes. Um, And it, it was so interesting how freeing it was when I did uh, take some stuff out, throw away some stuff and just, 
it was completely different. I thought, this is life. Right. This is life when we, you know, unclutter, get rid of. Yes. Get rid of our baggage, deal with it, make it go away. And not carry so much. So So what made you, have you done this hike before? Like what made you want to go and do this all on your own? I had not done this hike before. During, um, I think I started loving hiking during the uh, pandemic when we were all at home. And I think having three children and all of that home, um, three teenage and early 20s children, I ended up hiking every day at Pine Mountain. Okay, cool. <laughs> and nobody ever wanted to go with me, which <laughs> did not break my heart. Yeah. Um, and it was just a good time to be alone, and I took the dog often, and I just loved it. Yeah. Um, I just loved it. I never wanted to take earbuds or anything. I just wanted to hear nothing or hear nature or whatever. And then I went with a few friends last spring break to hike on the AT, and we sort of slack packed so we would stay somewhere and just take a bag for the day and I sort of got the fever then we happened to be going at the time when through hikers the ones going from Georgia to Maine or Maine to Georgia were getting their start okay and so we got to talk to a lot of people who were about to be on the trail for four to seven months wow and that was fun and just neat we met a lot of neat people and I think I just thought yes I just I want to make it to Maine and it's just going to take me years and years but um I think I'll just start now. Yeah. And I was particular about, you know, I just didn't want to just invite anyone. I just didn't want to have to talk when I didn't want to. I didn't want to, um, I just kind of wanted to have some time to myself. Um, and I, I had, I had a friend who we hike well together and, it would have been easy because we can save when we don't want to talk and stuff, but I knew she couldn't go. So then I just started thinking, I think I'll go by myself. Yeah. And, and then I just, that sounded good. And yeah. my husband knows me well enough to know that I was going to do that regardless. <laughs> I just decided I needed a good chunk of time just for my soul. So uh, somehow eight days was the most I could, could plan for. And so it became an eight day trip. That's awesome. And I'm sure, I'm sure like with that time on your own, like I know you had said something about journaling and I don't know if you said that was like your first time that you had ever really journaled, but I've always said like there's power in ink of our pen and we have the wisdom, we have the answers, like we know what it is that we're looking for. It's just stopping and getting quiet and letting that out. So I'm sure that along the trail you had some time to yourself to really figure some things out that maybe, you know, during life, we're just so busy to even try to figure out. I mean, did you have any limiting beliefs about yourself or any lies? Well, um, well interestingly enough, first, I have journaled a lot in my life. Okay. And I took a journal, and I was so careful about the journal and so wanting to make sure that worked that I ended up buying a, a journal that can be written on when it's wet. Uh-huh. I have that can write even when they're wet. Um. And, you know, because that was going to be an important part of my my whole journey. And I even, in the journal, went ahead and put some favorite quotes and some things to make me think and just some 
some things I thought, some prayers, some things I, I knew I would want to have with me. Right. And, you know, I never wrote in my journal until the very last night. Wow. I, I don't know why. Um, I started the, the first night. I wrote some stuff on Facebook sort of to just let people know, y'all, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, I, and it was not my intention to keep up with everybody on Facebook, but everyone was so supportive that it was this kind of, like, I'm on this spiritual journey by myself, but my little village is just sitting quietly on my shoulder. Yeah. And I felt this great support and love. And so I ended up, whenever I could, um, so, uh, checking in that way. And I thought to myself, you know, I'll have this and I can read this and think about it and journal some more after. So I've done some of that since. Yeah. Um, so I, it just ended up that so many people were like, I love walking with you. And, but you know, it, it that was not the plan. Right. The plan was not to be on Facebook during the thing. Like I, you know, I wasn't looking at anything else. Um, but it, it was interesting to, it was sort of like a gift that I could, a double fold gift that I could be by myself and that also I just had this love and support quietly coming with me. Yeah. And I totally felt like that too. I'm like, Hmm, where's mama D today? You know, rooting her on, you know? And so I kind of felt like that too. Like everybody was getting to experience something that, I mean, I personally feel like you did something that a lot of people will never be able to experience in their lifetime. And what I loved about it and why I was like, I want her to come talk was because I don't know about you. I mean, I'm sure it's true. But when I step out in nature, it's just like, wow, I can really see like, you know, God's hand in all. And I know that I'm at peace. And I know that like, you know, I'm just like, wow, this is so amazing. Like, it makes me feel so much better. I mean, I know they say with little babies, like if a baby's crying, go take them outside and they stop yeah. crying. And so it's just yeah. like, there are certain parts of nature where I feel very calm. And like, my favorite is like water or waterfalls. So yeah. like, what was your favorite part where you're like, man, this is it. Like, this is life. I am a, I am a water person too. Mm-hmm. So it can be a, a non babbling brook that is barely moving. And I will stop and sit and probably take a picture of some inch of it. I st- I loved it when I would be walking and hear water in the distance yeah. and kind of wonder, is that going to be a waterfall? Is that a little mountain creek? Is that a, um, and I, you know, I had to kind of be careful about um, checking when I needed to get water along the way. Um, oh yeah. So I guess water, you had to filter water. your own water, right? Right. Wow. Right. Um, I didn't even you know, think of that. Wanna, you don't want to carry too much, but you need to have enough, you know, but there's there's a, a great app that runs off of um, of uh, doesn't you don't need your phone for it. Mm-hmm. It it runs on um, ah. It's not GPS, is it? No, not GPS. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, the things in the sky. All Satellite. Time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that thing over there. That thing. So. It, keeps up with where you are and it also tells you exactly like um a good water source in a mile you know wow um, a tenth of a mile then there's not one for three miles so you can kind of plan that was you know one of the only things I had to really 
Gosh, I didn't, I didn't even think about like that part. Like you can't carry all this water with you. And so you have to really like, you know, find your water. And then, I mean, I'm sure people are thinking like, you just pop a squat, like on the, off the trail. Like if you have to use the bathroom, like, I mean, what did you do about that? Like, wow. I didn't know what you're talking about. I mean, like these are things that just, I'm like, wow. Okay. Like, what do you do about this? Like, you're really, you're really going on natural. Yeah, so on the AT, if they're at a sh- at the shelters, um, there's usually a well, you could call it a bathroom. Okay, I mean, it's, it's a bathroom. <laughs> um, you know, it's a composting toilet. Okay, with a, with a shed around it. Okay, and stuff off the ground. Um, but you're not all, you know, you're not, sometimes there's shelters, you know, you may pass a few in a day, but yeah. sometimes it's not one till two days later. I mean, they're you know they're at different places. Yeah. Um. So yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I did is uh, carried um, very cheap, um, thin ply toilet paper <laughs> in in small little stacks. Yeah, and I would dig a little hole away from the trail and make sure there was nothing that looked like poison ivy, <laughs> <laughs> and go to the bathroom, and then you know put the toilet paper. And in there, there you go. Yeah, and like- then I would dig it I mean uh shovel the dirt back over it and I usually built a little something on top of it it was like a little grave you know (laughs) it didn't have a cross but it had a lot of sticks and leaves and maybe uh you know a pine cone oh that's hilarious but yeah you know that you're you're kind of thinking about that sometimes too but I when you said what was your favorite part yes even more even Water's always my favorite part, but one thing that I had not planned on was the feeling that I had when I got in a real rhythm, like mm-hmm. when I was no longer thinking about anything in particular. It was like a meditation. Yeah. When my when my when my walking sticks were just boom, 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 boom. My gait was just in a pa- in a rhythm, and I was just going, and it was just so. I don't know. It was just like a just like a balm for your soul. It's right. it just the neatest thing. When I would get in that place, I would just think, I could walk forever right. like that. And really, part of why you're limited in how far you walk has to do with where you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, like, you could walk a lot further, but you wouldn't come to a place to stay, a, a good place to stay. You can't, you know, if there's not a camping spot, you, you can't just put your tent on the trail. Right. And, and sometimes the trail is like a green tunnel. I mean, it, especially in the summertime. So there's there's nowhere, you know. So you do have to stay. If you're not staying at a shelter or around a shelter where there's lots of room, um, the app would, could also tell me campsites, even one, one room for one tent. But you, you have to figure out about that, too, because um, they're not everywhere. So you may feel like in your mind you could walk five more miles, but it might be that the next campsite is seven miles or, you know, or it's going to get dark before that. And you've already come to the last place to stop. Wow. So, yeah, I know. Uh, I know you had said you met you met a couple of um well, you met a lot of people, but you met some people. And then did you almost have an encounter with a wild animal? Was it a bear? I didn't. Well, I met a guy. This was the first day, so it was very interesting. And I decided to start on the approach trail, which is at um, Amicalola. So uh-huh. you go up those 
what they say is 646 steps, but I think it's 12,000 Yeah, for real. I love that place, though. (laughs) So you go up there, you know, and everybody else is, they're kind of sweating, but they're going. And, you know, I have this heavy pack on. Uh I mean, I'm soaking wet. So after that, I mean, the approach trail is, is not easy. I mean, it's, it's, it's up, up, up. And it's, um, I think eight and a half miles. So, um, I decided to do that. So I was doing that the first day and I knew I wouldn't get to the end of that because I couldn't start until the afternoon. So I was moving along, you know, a lot of things were in my brain right then. Like, this is great. Why are you doing this? What the heck are you thinking? Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, I was just going all over the place. Um, I had already figured out that both of my poles were broken. One was stuck at too long and one was stuck at too short. And that turned out to not be a problem at all. But at that moment, I was thinking, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? You know, you've, you know, just thinking a lot of things. And I'm starting to kind of wonder where I'll stop for the night. And I'm realizing that I'm going to be sleeping in the woods by myself for the first time ever. And I'm probably uh, probably had about an hour left until I knew I had to set up camp. And I already knew that there were lots of choices along the way. There were lots of places I could camp. Um, and I was about an hour to my place and a man was passing, uh, coming my way. And he said, be really careful. I just saw a a mama bear and her cub. (laughs) And, um, welcome to the beginning of the trail. (laughs) Exactly. And I said, and I said before the trip, you know, I hope I see a bear. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And I, and I did kind of want to see a bear, but I didn't really want to see a bear when I was at my campsite by myself. Right. So, um, anyway, I, I said, okay, about how far he said about 40 minutes. Well, I had no choice but to keep walking. Right. I couldn't stop where I was and I couldn't, wasn't going to go back. So it was sort of, I sort of had a little bit like, I am woman, hear me roar. Yes. I just thought, you know what, girl, you just got to walk into it. Just keep going. But like, think of that, think of that in terms of life. Like I'm thinking just in life, like how many times we want to do something and we have that, that fear, like that limiting the belief that's like, Hey, you know, you're going to get started on doing this, but just know like there's something dangerous. You don't know if it's there, but it could be. It could be, yeah. But am I going to go ahead and go for it, or am I going to turn back and run away? And you obviously went for it. Well, and every single day, almost every second, I could have compared to life. Yes. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I just kept going, and I decided after about 30 minutes that I was going to walk, and I was just going to bang my walking yes. um, together. And I just clank, 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 clank. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't know, that sort of beat kind of helped me stay strong for some reason. Right. Um, and then, you know, it started getting a little bit dark and I was setting up a, a, you know, my site for the night and I had to, it was my first time to hang my food in the tree so that bears couldn't get it, you know, 20 feet up, six feet out from the trunk and. All of that was kind of new, and I was thinking, dang it, Dina, you were going to practice this. You did. <laughs> um, but I did it. You know? Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm sure I probably didn't sleep that much that night, but but I did sleep some, and I made it. And, you know, I woke up and thought, look, I mean, here you are in the middle of the woods, and everything's fine. Yeah, you and know? you did it. 
That's yeah. amazing. Um, and, and I, you know, you, you say, oh, I can think of so many things, like, to compare it to in life. And really what sticks out to me is, and I'm sure, you know, you, you'll be able to understand this and answer it, but I feel like, and I won't speak for everyone else. I'll just speak for myself. I feel like we get into a rhythm in our daily lives. I mean, you know, we're about to start school back and we have right. the errands and we have the, the to-do list. And then we have the things that we're really passionate about that we may do after hours. And all of a sudden we notice that we're sleepwalking, like we're sleepwalking right. throughout life. And it's hard not to do that. But, you know, you have to be awake and aware of your surroundings when you're on this trail. Like you have to know if there's a root, you know, sticking up on the trail, you've got to step over it, you know, or if there is a wild animal. So you're, you're, it is a walking meditation. I mean, you are practicing being awake in life. And I love that because you could totally tell when you were writing, like Dina is awake, like you are awake and you are living right now. And so when you came back, did you feel like there was like a sensory overload? Did you feel like you could really notice and see people sleepwalking throughout life? Like, what did it feel like coming back, being around people? Um, it was a little bit of a jolt, you know. Um, I felt like it when I finished, I had gotten, you know, I had gotten in a rhythm mm-hmm. and I had gotten... Um, some of the worries had disappeared and I had gotten, you know, the way you can get it towards the end of a vacation or I had seen, I had the same feeling on the trail that I used to have when I went scuba diving, um, back in a previous life (laughs) Um, that when I was down under the water, I would think I've got to remember this on a boring Tuesday in February when it's raining. Yes. But that the world is work that, you know, this world is set up and it works well. The stuff that doesn't work well is the stuff that we've interfered with. Right. But under the water and in the forest, that's all working exactly like it needs to. Yeah. It's just all, um, and it helps me. So those kind of things help me when I get back in the real world to try to think about that, you know, like right this minute, those places I walked, you know, the sun is, sneaking through the trees those little tiny animals are scurrying around the the flowers are budding the wind is is rustling the leaves and those rocks that have been there for millions of years are still there and just just that that world is there and that things are running just like they're supposed to yeah it kind of helps me take deep breaths yes um so i would say i i came back with a uh, it was a little jarring to get back in the real world, but I, but it has stayed with me. I mean, I came back with a, with sort of a, a calm, um, mm-hmm. and a, a couple of really big lessons that I learned that seemed bigger than the others. Yes. Um, uh, um is this a good time to? No, I, you're, you're doing, no, you're doing great. Yeah. Um, one of them was that I had no idea when I started and I, and I intentionally had no idea if I would, you know, set up my, my tent every night for eight days. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up sleeping in my hammock more than my tent because it was easier and cooler. And, um, I also had no idea if I would go into town, would I go to a hotel, would I go to a hostel? Right. And after my first two days, um, when I had too much stuff and then it had rained, um, and most things were wet, that, um, third night um 
I got in, <laughs> I got a ride. I got to this place where lots of people were parked. It was a beautiful creek, and lots of people from the town were there. There were people camping and blah, 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 and lots of people coming just to have fun and to play in the water. And I, I saw this uh, family, this grandparents and their three little grandsons and I would never hitchhike <laughs> but I have hitchhiked twice right both times on the AT the first time with my friend at spring break and I just asked these people I just said I know this is crazy <laughs> but is there any chance it's because it's not like in the middle of the mountains you can call Uber. right right um and there are lots of shuttle drivers who only drive hikers around but sometimes you can't get a, a get service um, cell service. So anyway, I said, you know, is there any way I could ride with y'all into town? And he looked so just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and somehow in talking to him, I ended up saying that I was a Sunday school teacher. And that, that was, he's mind. like, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I got in because I'm a Sunday school teacher. Anyway, their truck was full and I had to ride in the back of the truck, which I absolutely loved. It just felt perfect. It yeah. was wonderful. And so I felt a little guilt about staying in a hotel, and I kind of worked on that with myself. But one thing I was able to do is really lighten my load. Um, the next night, I stayed back on the trail at a shelter where there were lots of people, and something happened to my tent, and these really great people helped me set it up. And we sat around a campfire. There were eight of us, and it was eight completely different people. So fun. Wow. Um, slept in my tent. And then the next night... Um, I just decided, you know what, I want to, I want to go back to the hotel. I want to vote anyway. And I was feeling just really some guilt. And I got a shuttle driver named Splitter who's been around in the mountains forever. I mean, these people, that's what they do. They yeah. can't leave the trail. So they just get a job on the trail. <laughs> and I, he was so fun to talk to. And I immediately said to him, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling guilty that I'm going to a hotel. And he said, what? And, you know, he was all kind of gruff and mountainy and, you know, just mm -hmm. had the whole. And I said, yeah, I'm feeling kind of wimpy. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he goes, you got to hike your hike. I love that. He said, you know, y your hike might be staying in a hotel every night. It might be never. It might be staying in a hostel one night, in a tent the next night, sleeping at a friend's. He said, all of this is the way it's supposed to be, and all of this is your hike. He said, the people you run into, the people you talk to, the rest you get or don't get, it's all part of it. Yes. And I just, that just kept staying with me, and I kept telling people along the way, just hike your hike, and that was such a lesson about life. Hike your hike, not somebody else's. He goes, don't worry about the people. I mean, he goes, there's people who run the whole Appalachian Oh, Trail. Lord. Crazy, you know. <laughs> Because that's them doing their thing. Yes. That's not many people's things. Yes. He said, he said, you just, you hike your hike. Yes. You do what you want to do. This all, you know, and you can come out and do it again. But he said, there's no, there's no room for guilt out here. This is, this is all, this is all just your hike. Hike your hike. I and love the, that. I feel like I that needs to be it. tattooed somewhere on you. Like hike your own hike, you know, like, I know. and when you I say, I, when you say I, baggage, yeah. when you say baggage, like immediately my mind goes to just the whole, I don't really know what we can call this. I want to say spiritual journey. And then I want to mm -hmm. say, I don't know. I'm just kind of like waking up. I've always said like, after I have children, 
there's something that awakens inside of you. And ever since my first daughter was born, like something just woke up inside of me. And I'm like, okay, I either pursue this transformation or I don't. And so I have, but you know, when you talk about baggage and you know, you know, you're hiking your hike and then you have to stop along the way and let that go. I mean, for me, I put it in perspective, like, okay, I don't want to accept the help you know, but sometimes we have to accept the help and, 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 you know, kind of give into it. Like for me, it would be counseling, you know, like I don't want to accept the help, but I need to let it go because when I can, my hike is a little bit smoother, like you were saying. And I I think that was all about it. And I, and I feel, well, I'm good about counseling. I'm in counseling. I think the whole world would be better if everybody was in counseling. Yeah. And that's part of my hike. Um, but I, it just was really powerful for me. Yes. Um, and, and then I ended up later, um, the fifth and the sixth and seventh night, I, I found out about this hostel, which ended up being a lot nicer than a hostel. Right. But it was the best characters. I mean, they need a reality show. It was just <laughs> great. And I just met up with all these people, made friends with these people from Germany, this nice couple from Memphis. Um, you know, the, the people that run it also have these cabins. So there were lots of different people doing different things and, um, you know, sat up late one night drinking wine with people just in all different sorts of places and lives. And, you know, that was all part of it too. And they were all like, we got to make t-shirts that say hi. Yes. Yes. Um, but that was so neat. Uh, and that was all part of it. And then, uh, my shuttle driver that day said, you know, he, he knew the trail and he said, actually, you'd do better to to slack pack today and come back here tonight. He said, because you're going to have, you would have to walk so far to the next place. Right. And you've got a great walk ahead of you. You can come back here, then I can take you back the next morning. So I ended up doing that. And all these cool things just happened. One of which was that he was telling me about this motorcycle camp and I just was like wait 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 what's a motorcycle camp <laughs> and he said you know it's just where these people come and they camp and they eat dinner and everybody from town comes to eat dinner and I was like I think I need to go there he said I think you do too uh, so I said well just drop me off there and it was about a mile and a half to walk back to the um to the to the place I was staying so he dropped me off there I put my Eno in the in the trees I was listening to all these people mostly older people talking about their motorcycle trips I went in to the place where dinner was see if I could get a drink and he said yes ma'am just get you a drink just don't forget to pay Donna Miss Donna when you come in later tonight (laughs) it was just you know I just thought this is perfect too this is part of my hike yes Um, and I just I absolutely loved that um so it just it was just a good lesson in letting letting I, I wrote about this one day that I've tried to think about life when I'm at my best <laughs> when I'm on my game right I try to think about being a leaf in a in a river mm-hmm. and that you know I'm just I'm just moving along and things are going to get happy you know I'm going to get I'm going to get you know moved over to the side or stuck um by behind a log and you know but eventually it works out that you know something comes along and pushes you back out again and then you're just that way it helps me it that helps me to remember that I'm not in control right that if I let go of that control the whole hike is easier the whole life the whole day the whole whatever 30 minutes whatever 
Um, and I'm always talking to my kids about that. So I was thinking about that a lot um, as I was on the trail. Um, and that was helpful. And, you know, all of this, I noticed, just got better with practice. Right. Just in eight days, I thought, you know, just it's it's becoming easier to get in a meditative place. Um, it's becoming easier to just get in a groove. Um, you know, just even, even little things, you know, like you've got this fancy backpack with 500 pockets and you start to just know where everything is, you know, exactly which way to bend to get the snack and exactly which way to bend to pick up whatever. Just like life, I mean, it just keeps getting easier. The things you practice um, when you're not controlling everything. And, you know, I couldn't control when it rained, and I walked one, almost one whole day in the pouring down rain. And I I thought, um, someone had shown me a a saying a few years ago um, that said, you know what to do when it rains? Let it rain. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. Yeah. you know what? It's raining and yeah. I'm getting wet. Yeah. There's nothing about my getting wet in the summertime that is going to hurt me. Right. I'm sloshing. This is gross mud. I mean, it's hilarious. You know, I may fall down. Yeah. It is It is raining sideways. I'm still walking forward. You know, I mean, it's raining. I mean, but I'm still walking the rain. I mean, it's just, um, so I guess letting go of some control was kind of, would you say that was your greatest lesson that you learned while you were out was just like I'm not in control like I think so and that I think that I was capable of more than I thought I was it wasn't hard physically um but you know sometimes to get and I like to be by myself but sometimes to just really be by yourself right um, can can be kind of scary or you you know you don't know what's going to come up the greatest, so I guess, yeah, I guess hiking my hike, and, and that, that all sort of goes into that. And then I think the biggest gift um, uh, from the whole thing was that um, there were a couple places, well, uh, many places, where where the lookout was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there were some places where I would come to, to where day hikers were there, so there would be a lot of people. So I was on one this, I was on this, um beautiful overlook on blood mountain pretty close to the end of the trip i mean i was starting to look a little rough and um somebody said you want me to take your picture and i was like yeah you know it's beautiful and so um i was looking at the pictures on my phone after the trip a couple days after and i looked at that picture and when i first looked at it old habits came right back like I looked at it and thought oh my god she looks awful and look at you and you look old and those (laughs) legs just look bow-legged and big and old and you know and then all of a sudden and I think this is a gift from the hike and I don't know exactly why but and sometimes I cry when I tell this but all of a sudden looking at that picture I felt this overwhelming love for the person in the picture yes and I thought I love her. Yes. She did something hard and she had so much fun. And those legs, they're not beautiful, but you know what? They've gotten me through a lot of things and they, they did a lot and they've walked a lot of great places. And, um, and I've, and that has stuck with me yes. I've, I've, in, in the last month or so, you know, something will happen and I'll immediately start to berate myself or think, 
you know, you know, this, you, you know, your arms are flabby or you got too many wrinkles or whatever, yeah. you know, we couldn't have done that. And then I just think, wait a minute, I forgot, you know, I, I love myself. Yes. I mean, I, I try hard and I, I, you know, I've done some good things. I've done plenty of not good things and I've messed up plenty of times. And, um, you know, I, but I, that was a gift. That was huge. When I looked at that picture and it's not a beautiful picture, and I'm standing in the dorkiest way. Like, I look like I'm about to start some kind of sumo wrestling. I have no idea why I'm like that. But it just is this symbol now for the fact that I can look at her, me, and think, I love her. Yes. I've never had that feeling before. And, yes. You know, I can almost get a little embarrassed saying it, but then I also think it's so powerful and so something that I needed yes. for the rest of my hike, the rest of my life. It's and I love good. that. And, you know, you think about it when you're out in nature, like we don't look like nothing in nature looks the same, but yet we don't sit there and go, Oh, that tree is bent over really weird. We're like, Oh wow. Look at that cool tree. Look how it's bent exactly. that way. We could, we could make that a seat or we could, you know, look at this flower or this butterfly, you know, it's, it's wing is broken, but it's so beautiful. Look, it can fly. Like we are so, we're like our biggest, cheerleaders sometimes but we're also our worst enemy sometimes yeah. and I think that's amazing that you've like towards the very end you're like dang like look at her like she's awesome yeah she yeah. did it you know, yeah she, I mean and, and I and I wrote in, in in the stuff that I was writing to friends you know I, I didn't you know run across the country I didn't fly to the moon I didn't invent anything but yeah. I did something big for me yes. and I did it yeah and it's not earth shattering. It doesn't change the world, but it does change the way I look at the world. And I'm so thankful that it changed the way I look at myself. Yes. I love that. Um, so that was, I think hike your hike and just feeling some love for myself. Were yes. The, were two of the biggest gifts. I think that's going to be the title of the podcast. Hike your hike. I love it. So <laughs> wrapping it up. So what is next for you? Cause I know on your last post you were like, okay, this isn't the end. Like I miss it. And I know it's gotta be hard. Like you're craving it. Like there's times where I'm like, I just, I I've noticed when I think about, I just got to get outside or I got to get to the water. You know, that's when yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm obviously anxious. Like I need to get outside. So what's right. next for you? Well, I always want to get outside. Yes. Um, and I do. Um, and I'm, um, I'm pr I think I'm pretty good. I think loving to shoot photos. I'm, I'm good at noticing and being thankful for, just little things, you know, the fly, the yellow flowers outside my classroom door and just, and I'm always taking pictures of little things like that. I think that that also helps you notice. Um, so I, I always want to just be able to take in more. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about getting in our routine and you're just thinking, okay, now we got to go to the dentist. Now we got to do this. Now I got to pick this up. Now, you know, the truth is when we're doing all that, that is our life. Yeah. That right right there that's our life um and so um i think each time i do something like this or any of us do something like this i think it it gives us a little another little nudge on those regular days to remind us that that's our life too i mean we can't wait for the times we can get to beautiful mountains yes um that we've got to figure out a way to remember that you know, on a, on a, on a Thursday in the winter, 
when we're in a bad mood, that's that's our life too. Yeah. And, and I and I and I don't think that there are just these beautiful things in some places. I think that it's just that we have to remember to keep our eyes open yes. and remind ourselves to be looking. So I mean, that's always a, a kind of a goal for me. But um, and I and I backslide plenty. But um, I, I just want to keep on doing it um, and just go hike on the AT when I can. I've got a little map. I'm going to just fill in with a little magic marker where I, where I go and just hope I can make it all. And, yes. you know, I think I'll be, uh, they really will. The picture really will have old legs by the time I do the whole thing, <laughs> but, um, I hope I can do it all. Yes. And, you know, I, I don't want to pressure myself. I just, it's just fun to see, you know, I was thinking like I'm hiking in Georgia and like, this is just unbelievably beautiful. Right. Um, you know, and people can't get here in a car, you know, you can't just drive up and, and walk a lot of that. Right. It was just fun to be out like that. And I, I, I look forward to doing that just many more times, some, some more with some more times by myself and some with friends and maybe some with a lot of friends and some with one friend and maybe some with family members and just different things. You know, I just. It's just a great place to journey, and I think the other thing that makes it neat and different from other places is that everybody you meet is also on a journey. Yes. Um, and I don't know how this is, but I did not run into one soul that wasn't kind. Wow. I didn't even run into a soul who was kind of kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody I met was just open, sincere, interested, um, checking to make every, you know, every, is everything good? How you doing? You know, and some people wanted to talk more than others, but everyone was just, I think there was this shared connection. Like, yes, you're on a journey. I'm yes. on a journey too. You know, yes. and some of those people might've been journeying for months and some might've been journeying for the afternoon, but it was just sort of this shared, um, emotional state, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I've heard it said one time, I've heard it said one time that when we're in awe of something, like when we're in awe of nature, like our kindness does come out. Like we're just, there's something within us where we're just like, wow, like everything's beautiful. Everything's wonderful. I want to be kind to all human beings, you know, cause we're just in awe. And, um, yeah, it sounds like you guys are, everyone was awake. Like everyone's in awake they and were, awe yeah. and that's yeah, awesome. And that was so fun because you knew if you said, I just can't believe how beautiful this mushroom is right here by this creek. Yes. You knew that whoever you said that to was just going to think that was just as cool. Yes. Yes. Um, and so that was fun. Um, I love that. So it was, I'm really thankful. I'm really grateful. And I'm just, you know, I want to do it again. Yes. Yes. And uh, I think, and, and, and one last thing about the being scary, the, the, the scary it was scary to sleep outside. I'm sure. <laughs> and a few people, you know, would say, I can't believe you're not scared. Yes. And I wrote that, my gosh, I'm scared to death. Yes, I'm scared to death. <laughs> of course I'm scared. But there was some power in being totally scared and yes. doing it anyway. Yes. And waking up the next morning and going, girl, you did that. That's so awesome. You know. So, yeah. So that was another gift. So I love I'm, that. I'm just really grateful. Well, you're going to have yeah. to remind me all of this. When you see me sleepwalking throughout life, you got to wake me up because I hate it so much. You know, my husband will be like, where's Miss Truce and Gratitude at? Where's all these things? And I'm like, she's having a hard day right now. But it's like, 
you know, I, I need a reminder too, like, Brooke, like, you know, go, go down by that Creek over there, you know, just wake up. But, um, and I, I just, think we all do. I need them too. Yeah. It's not like I'm on some different plane. Yeah. 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 You know, I got to one like we do when we do great things for ourselves. Yes. I forget too. We, we've got to be nudged and sometimes, you know, that beauty so much that it nudges you. And so I think sometimes as friends, we got to nudge each other. Yes. I agree. Or just say, look up at those clouds. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Well, and I think you do an amazing job at that, like teaching the littles. Like, I think that you do such a great job with, you know, showing them beauty and things that maybe they didn't realize was there. So, um, everyone like in the introduction to the to the beginning of this like I've talked about like everyone adores you everyone loves you because you're just you just you just are you're just a good soul so I mean I'm just I'm so excited that you wanted to have this conversation with me and I think that um I think it's going to be a good lesson I think a lot of people can benefit from hearing this so you're very kind I do love you dearly I love you dearly (laughs) back my friend all right well I will be talking to you soon Okay. All right. Love you. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode with Mama D. Again, her name is Dina Graham. You can find her on Instagram. Seeing all of her pictures from the trail as well as other photography that she shoots in her free time. I just love that we ended it with... Uh, how she saw herself um, after this long journey that she took. And the message is hike your own hike. I really, really love that. In fact, it needs to literally be tattooed on her. Maybe we can all go get tattoos with that saying as well. So guys, as always, continue to be raw, be authentic, and be you. If you would like to be a guest on the Truth and Gratitude podcast, go ahead and hit me up on social media. Bye, guys.